But let's go across now to our top uh, story. The Supreme Court verdict on electoral bonds ruling that electoral bonds are unconstitutional and that there must be freedom of information on who procured these bonds is huge uh, ahead of the elections. It does clean up the democratic process in the country. It gives voters a chance at really knowing where the big money goes. Joining us to now look at the significance uh, of this verdict, Dr. Abhishek Manu Singhvi, the senior Congress leader. He's also a jurist uh, and he's been an MP on several occasions. Thanks sir, very much for being with us. I'm just going to go through a couple of important quotes of what the Supreme Court said. Get your reaction. Firstly, they said, democracy does not begin and end with elections. Democracy sustains because the elected are responsive to the electors who hold them accountable for their actions and inactions. How did a lack of transparency prevent or how did a lack of transparency not allow people to hold political leaders accountable? Uh, thank you, Vishnu. Let me say, you know that old saying in English, too little, too late. That fortunately does not repeat, not apply to the Supreme yes. Court judgment. Yes. It's a very adequate, welcome, desirable judgment. But the too late part does apply. The people who conceived of the scheme know that it was conceived with ulterior motives. They know that it was born in deceit. That know, they know that it was read and bred in duplicity. And it was in fact designed for opacity. The fact of the matter is that they've enjoyed it for four years. Whereas when it was born, it should have been stillborn. And I think there I would slightly fault the Supreme Court. The bench which passed the interim order should have taken it up then and there or shortly thereafter and then dealt with it at that time. That's four long years ago. Number two, in those four years, what has happened is, 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 is really in a sense quite horrifying and unimaginable. You have designed a scheme which actually legitimizes all and unlimited amounts of donations. B does not in fact tell anybody who the donors are. And C defends that whole opacity by saying that the donors are known to some government agencies. Have you noticed the ridiculousness of that argument? Because the whole idea is that it is the government which would be normally favored by the donors as the status quo powers that be. And it is that same government which knows their identity, but the people who need to know it other than them do not know it admittedly. Have no finding out. And RTI doesn't lie to find out how much Vishnu Show gave to Abhishek Singhvi. Number three. This, sir. Just, just very It briefly. is public. I mean, yes, very, your, put, very. I mean, as a Congress leader, wouldn't this also ensure transparency on where the Congress party gets its funds from, which corporates are funding the Congress as well? So but it absolutely. applies in both cases. Of course, what is sauce for the goose is sauce yes. for the gander. I can never argue that what applies to you should not apply to me. But then who's arguing that? The people who defended this, including the, 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 the amazing argument recorded in the court, that the people don't have a right to know. The citizens have no right to know generally. That's an argument written in court. Now, the reason I'll tell you this is important, Vishnu. It is published official records which shows that if you take the donations to all political parties put together, national and religious, other than the ruling BJP. The amount the BJP receives from electoral bonds alone is many, many times, many, many times 
more than all put together. And of course, that is separate from the non-electoral bonds where the figure is even more staggering. So what does it mean? It means that the heart of democracy, which is level playing field, which is an equal level playing field, and the heart of democracy, therefore, of level playing field is a part of the basic structure. It is being violated. How can they afford to fight elections against a mega mammoth who is so well funded that he can use all these things for anything they like? No, but sir, and that's, that's it. Not, since this is about transparency, Dr. Yes. Singhvi, since this is about transparency and the right to know, why doesn't the Congress party voluntarily name the corporates and others, right, who have funded the Congress party in the recent past through electoral bonds? There is no problem in it. But there then no why, not, why, why wait for a Supreme answer, Court judgment? No, 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 no. The answer is, is that, first of all, it's a very strange question to ask of a person and not a question to ask for the last seven, eight years of people who created the electoral bond, defended it, and did not want disclosure of any kind. No, I'll ask them that question. I'm asking you as a Congress leader, since you do, you are championing no. transparency, why wait for the whatever the deadline is when the Election Commission reveals you know, what the names are? Why Obviously hasn't the Congress party done I'll this in the past? Why. Obviously, they have to wait. They created a scheme. The scheme gave one rupee to me under that scheme and gave nine rupees to them. That was the ratio. Now, when the one rupee came, all the parties who got the one rupee kept it. They are not supposed to say that, look, the scheme says they don't have to reveal the name, but we will go and reveal it ourselves. Why should they say that? We instead challenge the scheme, not the political party themselves, but people challenge the scheme. Now when the scheme has gone, everybody will be revealed. Why should we suddenly jump the gun? There was a scheme of the government of India where everybody, who, we, got, we may have got very little, but there is no obligation on us to go and violate that scheme while the scheme is on. So one more you, point, that sir. question applies much more. That yes. question applies much more to the BJP. Why should they not have nothing prevented them from? No, no, I understand. I under, and that's a question I'll ask. Uh, you know, the, the, the BJP as well. Uh, but uh, I'm just, you know, I mean, the, the bottom line over here, and this is to quote the Supreme Court: "Money influences electoral outcomes, and the challenge to electoral bonds cannot be adjudicated without a reference." Uh, to, to actual impact of money on electoral politics. I'm sure you agree with this. Uh, and I, I understand the point that you're making that it is disproportionate in favor of the BJP. But the larger point that the court mentions over here is that electoral bonds cannot be adjudicated without a reference to actual impact of money on electoral politics affects all political parties. Look, so the money that you get affects you. If it's less money, it, it, you know, I mean, you can you can work less with that, but it impacts you as well. No, 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 Vishnu. Uh, let, let us be clear. Politics is getting more and more generally over the years moneyed. Yes. The amount you spend in an assembly election or a parliamentary election now has no nexus, no comparison to what you spent in the 50s. Second, the point is not that. That is a larger issue of cleansing up the money aspect of politics. The, the real issue, core issue here is that if you make funding opaque in in this category and if the published figure shows that the funding is a ratio of 50 to 10, 1, yes. both of taken together is a direct negation of democracy. Okay. Ultimately, you are all being sermonizers and being in an ivory tower to think that money doesn't affect politics or a ratio of 50 to 1 or 100 to 1. No, I, get the, point. I get the point on ratio therefore, therefore it, this is on it being disproportionate. Itself. I understand yes. that and take the that. Part of the matter is disproportion. Sure. No, disproportion through a vehicle 
designed to be opaque. Okay. Well, fortunately, sir, that vehicle is gone now. Uh, and yes. uh, and, and le le let's ensure what the impact is. Thanks sir, very much for joining us. Arima Sundaram, the senior lawyer of the Supreme Court, with us uh, as well. Uh, firstly, sir, do you believe that uh, uh, it's too late for any impact to take place in the 2024 elections, that a lot of these bonds have already been encashed, uh, they've been distributed over the last, they've been acquired over the last couple of years, and therefore, would you agree with Dr. Singhvi when he says that it is important, but it's come a bit late? It's taken four years for justice to be delivered. Well, I do agree with one factor, that a matter as important as this, which is going to result in the striking down of the scheme itself, need not have waited four years. Because in the four years, certain irreversible positions have taken place. The takeaway from it, however, is that the electorate will now become aware of even those monies which have already been uh, contributed and yes. which today cannot be recovered because the bonds have already been encashed, they will know who has made those contributions, which companies have made the contributions, and which companies feel that policies of the government are going to assist them. So to that extent, the disclosure will aid the voter to know who are going to have some role to play in the government taking decisions on the policy matters involving such economic matters. Sir, the Supreme Court has observed that the purpose of curbing money, black money, is not a sufficient justification to make um, uh, anonymous the identity uh, of donors. The core argument which was made was that, look, we need to figure out black Absolutely. money. We cannot have, you know, uh, bags, sackfuls of money going from A to B. Uh, and in that sense, this was important, right? I, we, we can't have that. Do you, do you not believe that the original purpose uh, of ensuring that black money went out of the system uh, it has been weakened somewhat today by this judgment? I don't think this really has anything to do with black money. Let's be very straight about it. Yes, contributions, financial monetary contributions to political parties are found in every democracy. It is a part of political process that they do need financial contributions and people do contribute. What is being objected to is the secrecy of it. The fact that the contribution is being done through bonds rather than through cash is very, very credible mm. and it is something which is very important and that will do away with black money. However, the secrecy surrounding the uh, electoral bonds, the lack of transparency with regard to the electoral bonds, the removal of any cap on corporate houses, from corporate houses can contribute any amount whatsoever and there is no ceiling. Now that is definitely, those are definitely retrograde steps. So I think what the Supreme Court really has found fault with are those retrograde steps as to whether the contributions to political parties to do away with black money shall henceforth be done either by bonds or be done by bank transfers or in other way, very many ways can be found out. But with complete transparency, number one, and there must be a limit on what companies, corporate houses can contribute because otherwise, the larger the contribution from a corporate house, the corporate house naturally is contributing with an eye on its own corporate profiting. And therefore, it would have a role to play in policy making. And to that extent, if nothing else, it's like Caesar's wife. It must be seen 
that honesty in politics must be seen. And, it, and if there's any breath of suspicion that a huge contribution from one particular corporate house is going to result in economic uh, furtherance of that corporate house, I think that is something which should be stopped. And I think the Supreme Court very rightly pinpointed two issues, one lack of transparency and the other removal of the limit of corporate houses contributing. And I think both those are very laudable and were a must. And I'm very glad that such a judgment came out. Okay, I'm joined. Thanks very much for being with us. Getting a few more reactions. Dr. S.Y. Qureshi joins us, former Chief Election Commissioner uh, of India. Uh, would I be correct in saying that nothing is going to change the outcome uh, of the next elections as a result of the Supreme Court verdict? Because uh, the bonds have already been distributed and, and have been in cash. That whatever has happened today is going to impact elections in the future. Is, is that right? Yeah, quite right. Except that one branch of uh, electoral bond was still pending, and that will not happen now. But most of the money the, has already been transferred uh, over the last couple of years. So uh, I don't see much effect on the coming election. But in the long run, it is a landmark judgment, fantastic judgment, and for which we were all uh, fighting. And it has finally happened. In fact, our regret is that it has taken Supreme Court so long. Yeah. This issue is of was of national importance, and they did not consider it uh, important enough to discuss it all these years, because transparency of political funding, the transparency is the key word which is being used again and again. And uh, uh, Vishnu, I would like to remind you, when uh, the scheme was introduced in the budget through the budget of 2017, the finance minister, the late uh, Sherry Arun Jetli, he started beautifully in the, his first sentence is uh, important to recall. He says, without transparency of political funding, free and fair elections are not possible. That was music to our ears. His second sentence was equally good, that for the last 70 years, we have failed to achieve that transparency. So the transparency was his main concern. So we were expecting his third sentence, uh, to, to be that now I'm going to introduce transparency. Unfortunately, what he did was just opposite of what, all that because whatever transparency which existed then was taken away. And what was the transparency then? Every day, donation of more than 20,000 rupees, just 20,000, yep. was reported to the election commission, certified by the election commission on which basis income tax exemption will be given. Now 20 crore, 22,000 crores, anything is a secret. Is that transparency in the name of which the scheme was introduced? Sure. So but, what is the... Yeah. But sir, let me ask you one more quick question. Do you believe this This is not necessarily going to stop and it's not, nor is it designed to stop the funding of political parties by corporate houses? Do you, no, however, believe do you, however, believe that there needs to be a cap on the amount of funding? Yes, yeah, good point. Now, and, number and, one and is, sir, do you believe that it has there needs to be a proportion in distribution? Yes, yeah, correct. You know, there, there are two, three things here. Number one, the Supreme Court itself said that if you wanted transparency, uh, you could have insisted on uh, uh, check payments only, online payments only. Why this? So there were, there were alternatives. In fact, the main argument of the government in favor of electoral bond was that earlier cash donations were uh, happening a lot. In fact, one estimate of ADR was that 70,000 of all uh, donations are coming in cash. Even election commission was protesting about it. We were concerned about it, but we wanted to replace with transparency, but not this kind. Now, I'm in any case, uh, since uh, the electoral bond 
uh, the, uh, did away with the cash transaction. So that was an improvement. I have written many times, I've said many times that there was a 30 second solution. Okay, continue with the bonds, but just disclose who has given how much money to whom. That is all that we wanted, which was a 30 second decision for the government. And if they had taken that, it would not have uh, come to this sure. stage. All right. Well, Dr. Qureshi, it is, uh, it is landmark. There are no two ways about that. It's going to change the, the, the future of our, uh, our, our democracy, certainly in terms of transparency, which is what democracies are meant to be. And the election process will certainly be impacted. Thanks so very much for being with us.